Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How is your 2009 feeling already? It's 2019. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but how was your 2009? My 2009 was um, pre-coming pre out, but close. Um, <laughs> I And I went back, because it's 2009 versus 2019, that's the photo trend at the moment. That's why I see 2009. Yeah, and I went back and looked, to try and find a good 2009 photo, I went through and I also, like, it showed me all of my statuses, and they were all about, like, how I was, like, just about to move to Auckland and, like, brace the last time I did my, the go tour and the last time I <laughs> you need to clarify that you used to run a, a ghost I used to also run a ghost tour well I no I didn't run it that I was the assistant such a funny you were an assistant on a ghost tour is such a funny job to have in your life I know just it was, giving people spooks yeah literally just hiding in closets waiting pulling a string so a well if there were ever the a metaphor yeah I was hiding in a closet, and then I moved up to Auckland and left stopped. my ghosts behind <laughs> in the closets. Yeah, um, two thousand. So funny, like how people used to do Facebook statuses back in the time versus Oof. now, which is like basically you just go on Facebook to be fucking angry at something. Yeah. Whereas back then it was like thinking about muffins. Huh. Yes, or you, you'd be like super non-specific. It'd be like, like I found one, which was like when I got into drama school, but then I also had a job offer and I was like, Eli Matheson is mulling over two big decisions or something. Like that. <laughs> uh, whereas now, if you, you write like a six paragraph breakdown of everything that's ever happened to you. If you were someone who used Facebook, which is... Anyone over 38? By the way. Yeah. I did use Facebook this morning and it's our 11 year friend anniversary. I saw that actually. Yeah. I'm thinking about just all, it's like deleting it entirely. It would feel good, but it's. I just use it to advertise. I just. But then you can use your page it. for that, right? Yeah, that's a true. Facebook page, and then just get rid of your profile. Surely you can. Surely you need a profile to access your. This is really a sort of an admin conversation. People <laughs> should not happen on people air. need admin. They do. Can you tweet us and tell us if you need a personal profile to control a comedian page profile? Should we start like a tech agency? Yeah. Gaze and tech. Gaze and tech. But we are not the gaze and tech. But you have to go through, <laughs> through us. There's this like sitting down process where you're like, get really confused and then we'll <laughs> hand you over. You ask us our pro- your problem and then we broadcast on our podcast <laughs> to get help from our listeners. Huh. And that's it. That's gaze and tech. I love it. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. And welcome along to the first legitimate episode of the Male Gaze for 2019, baby. Woo! We have already missed a week, have we? Or are we on time? Yeah, we're, no, we've, we've slept in, but that's <laughs> But fine. it's the new year. Yeah, new year, new us. If you are like, where's the episode already, boys? Get off our fucking back. I, to be honest, though, yeah. when I was on holiday, so 
when did I... I guess I started work last week, technically. Um, who knows when I start? Hashtag freelance life. Yeah, I was uh, like, wow, <laughs> starting work is like, you know, really using that term generously. Because I had like three weeks We're holiday. We're all pretending to work at the moment. Like, all yeah. my friends are like, yeah, I've got work. And I'm like, you're fucking lying to me and yourself. I've definitely called a coffee with a friend a meeting to yeah. make myself feel better. I fucking hate that so much. And you're like, what are you up to today? And someone's like, I've got like four meetings. And I'm like, fuck off. Just be like, I'm meeting two people for a coffee. Yeah. I'm having lunch with a friend. Yeah. And I'm meeting like one person that's not going to result to anything. Like, just be more honest because yeah. you're stressing me out. Yeah, I know. But I'm a part, definitely part of that problem. Yeah. I was like, oh, meetings up the wazoo. So slam with meetings. A meeting, I'm like, you literally have to be in a boardroom. With pen, a paper, and a fucking agenda for it to be an actual <laughs> meeting. Otherwise, it's coffee, bitch. Yeah, it has to be someone who, if you were to write an email to them, it would be f- formal. You're like, here's the follow-up to our meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, when I was on holiday, and like full holiday mode, yes. I honestly felt... I was all good until like the last three days, and then the last three days I was like, oh my god. I felt like all I was doing was just like waiting for the next episode of Drag Race. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was like, what do I fill my time with? The beach, sex, yeah, drugs. I mean, I don't do drugs, but I do the latter. Yeah, I did the other two as well. I'm like, they're free. Yeah, they they're are. free. But don't you just feel like after a certain amount of times, like I went to the beach like four days in a row. Got swimmer's ear. Uh, oh my god, did you get your ears cleaned? Yes. What was it like? I feel um, new and free. So, here's what happened, listeners. I was got very into boogie boarding. Boogie boarding's back. I love... No, hey, boogie boarding was back, like, 28. I love boogie boarding. It's so fun. It's the... It's- a thrill. And I thought I would be Do you want so- to go boogie boarding this weekend? Yes, please. Oh, I'm in Christchurch. Okay, cool. Um, but good to know you were keen. Yeah, I'm always keen for a boogie board. I <laughs> want to buy a, a new one. Let's set up a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple of meetings today, and then I'm going to go buy some supplies at boogie board. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was boogie boarding with my boyfriend and his mum. A bloody fun time. Wow, love that. I know. Uh, my ear got blocked. For a little while- both my ears were blocked with water. Wow. And it's the crazy thing. You've got such good ears. They just like hold on to anything. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> um, during that time, I had sexual intercourse. And... What was it? Was, was, the, was the mum on the beach? What? No, 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 no. Well, my ears were blocked. So Not later that day. Later that day. And then You made I, it sound like you went underwater... I've got swimmer's ear, both ears are blocked, then immediately had sex with your boyfriend. Yeah, we're on top of the boogie board, riding a huge <laughs> wave at Omaha. Uh, no, but when I had sex, while my ears were blocked, I was like, oh, maybe now that I've like lost that sense, I'm going to like have a more sensory experience. But oh. no, I was just distracted by the fact that I couldn't hear. <laughs> had a bit of an earache. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, if you lose one sense, you come harder. <laughs> yeah, your cum goes further. Uh, anyway, I had it cleared out professionally the other day. Turns out, not only were they blocked with water, but I just also had like massive wax built up from probably wow. years. And then I left my head felt lighter. How do they can ex- hear more? You know, like trigger warning for anyone who doesn't like graphic detail now, but like how do they clean it out? Well, so. It was a lot of fun for me because I famously love the dentist and I love looking at the different tools and being like, I wonder what mm. that does. And this was, she had about five different tools. Great. So uh, she gets a little funnel, pops that in your ear hole, has a look in, then sometimes uh, suctions, sometimes scrapes, Woo! sometimes I think uses a water jet to release Woo! that. And there's this one niggly bit because my... <laughs> this is exciting me so much. Here's some sexy information about me. My left ear, the ear hole is 
tight, honey. Oh, it's really small. Oh my the god, entry. his ears are so tight. And then there's a there was a huge lump of wax, bigger than the exit. Literally getting the chills on my ASMR right now. Like my <laughs> body is electric. But also through the tight ear hole, it goes immediately upwards, which is unusual. So then that one took it. Honestly, she had to try like five different methods. Did you get to then, see the wax at the end? Yeah, and then she showed me that last <gasps> bit. And the craziest thing was she was like, was I've it? got 90% of it out. There's just 10% of it left. And then Can, she showed me that 10%. Was it like bigger than an M&M? Um, I don't know why that's... I mean, that's conceivably something that would be inside you. Or like a... I would say bigger than an M&M mini, smaller than a full M&M. <laughs> 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 oh my God. I totally forgot about M&M minis until just yeah. that second. Remember they're like cool container it came in the and tube. I, it was like i'm really into m&m minis i was like what's up like what i would fill the tube up with other why candy. would you eat an m&m mini over a normal m&m it's crazy unless it's in a mcflurry but even then no i think in a mcflurry you definitely want mini over over whole size why you fit more <laughs> on your spoon <laughs> i guess it's like the texture of having lots and lots of pebbles in your mouth yeah exactly and it's not like <laughs> You don't have you to have spend like as much time chewing it. One M&M, you're like, oh, I'm full. Versus you could have like four minis. M&M, though, that packaging was wasteful. Fuck. Okay. I went to, um, uh, this is a full, not even a humble brag, but like full brag, NZ Breakers <laughs> game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw this went, like, on Instagram. Courtside and got Didn't a you, VIP, right? Yeah. So nice. you turn up, you get to eat the snacks, uh, <laughs> yeah. you get like free booze. <laughs> Uh, it, it what was kind of booze? Like there was drinks, there was bubbles. Whoa. There was it was a whole thing. Yes. We were drinking non elks because my boyfriend doesn't drink. I was there in support. Also, I was driving, and I'm only on my restricted. Ding. Um, <laughs> and so, um, got my drink. There was snacks. I had like five mini pizzas. Yeah. Um, they were delicious. Just like full like parkia flavor pizza like it was like mayonnaise and chicken <laughs> <laughs> and then um sat down courtside it was a ball but the the whole like thing of the story Good was pun. thank you it was a basketball uh uh was add that word yeah um with the plastic tubes that you like knock together oh, yeah and i got those and i was like you know what we have fucked this planet like we don't yeah. we don't deserve it it's crazy. How much plastic is produced just to make a wacky sound? A wacky sound. Which you can make with your hand. And literally everyone's like, woohoo, that was fun. And then throw them into the ocean at the end of the oh. game. Like, it's just one off. I'm like, we do not need these plastic sticks. It's like when you get glow st- and there's glow sticks av- available at an event. And I just grab as many as possible and like snap them and then chuck them into the air behind <laughs> It's literally like a plastic that you're like, woo, throw. <laughs> See ya. Oh my God. Oh. That's like lilos. I'm like, I reckon we should ban them. I hate them. What do you mean? Floaties for the ocean? Yeah. Because you know, no one wow. has one that they've like... You've never bought a Lilo that you're like, cool. Well, that's the Lilo I'll have in my life. Yeah. Unlike a tent. You know when you like buy one tent? You're like, that's my tent. Whereas Not if you're... Enth- I think if you're enthusiastic about camping, you're probably constantly looking at new tents. Do you reckon? I reckon. I reckon you're like, this tent for now... Wow. For the next five years. Yeah. You're not buying a new tent every year. That's crazy. Not every year, but I reckon you'd be keeping tabs on the latest tent technology. Oh, absolutely. But even then, like, strong campers would be like, well, we've had this one for 20 years and mm. it's never, I don't know what a tent would do, malfunctioned? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I, I've never been outside. <laughs> um, 
I don't know why we're talking about <laughs> fucking This camping. is now a camping podcast. <laughs> we were really outdoorsy. Um, but Lilo's are just like, you have one for the summer, whatever shape you want. Fucking a burger, a unicorn, yeah. whatever. And then it's like, it's so much plastic that then it's just like floating around, literally floating around the ocean. And then like, what happens to it? Yeah, I've got one of the like unicorny ones. It was a birthday present a few years ago and I don't, I don't know where it is. But I, oh, the other day I saw one, which was a lobster, and I was like, cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I need that. I need, I that. need that. What's the fact of the game? Okay. Our so first fact of the game for Trina. I'm just going to have a choc- Our producer gave us like a plate of treats. Tim was honestly very kind to us, considering I called him Chris about six times <laughs> today. <laughs> you literally, I was like, literally, wake the fuck up. You're like, we need, right I'm sitting right there, and you called me Tim. <laughs> And then him, Chris, and I was like, get out. Get out of here. He brought us two chocolate fingers, a couple of ferocious, a picnic. And then- it, this is me just chewing. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> hungry. I fucking love a chocolate finger. They're so yum. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you know that, here's your fact of the gay, gays are more likely to be left-handed. Wow. In a uh, pointless study by Kenneth Tucker at the University of Toronto. <laughs> what the fuck is he up to, eh? <laughs> I think... Well, he, um, what's his name? Kenneth Tucker. Can you imagine? Like, hey, Kenneth, what are you working on? Just saying, <laughs> just saying which hand gay people use and straight people. Okay, cool. We are literally giving you $100,000 to be at this university <laughs> a year. Money that we could be putting in other places. Are you sure this is like, you're spending your time wisely? Well, let me just say I was right. Guys, I'm more likely to be left-handed. What are we going to do with that information? Well, I think... (laughs) (laughs) How is that of any use? I think it's because he was trying to work out whether there was a genetic correlation. Like, I don't know. Like nature versus nurture. Yes, this might be a sign in the nature nature field if there are other genetic similarities. fucking liberals putting pens into kids' left hands trying to make them gay. (laughs) <laughs> Hold it with this hand <laughs> With your left <laughs> no, It's the teacher's fault those, um, Ones with like four colours But it's like per- I've got one that's like Purple, lime green, pink And baby blue What useless colours I know Like what do you want to use that pen for? Well I use it to like Write out my sets And then I'm like I hope no one sees this And because- you're also like I can't read it Under these lights Because <laughs> it's in fucking purple <laughs> uh, Anyway Here's the crazy thing Lesbians Are 91% more likely to be left-handed than heterosexual women. Gay men, only 34% more likely to be left-handed than that's, straight men. That's nothing. Yeah, it's 34%, pretty percent that's, that's not even over half, so it's not even really a statistic, right? Yeah, I mean, it must be like one... Like, There's just... 10% of men are left-handed and 12% <laughs> of gay men are left-handed. Something like that. It's the stupidest thing. How do you test that? Keep He's just hand. going through his mind, being like, what hand jobs have I got? And which, <laughs> which hand did they hand use? use? Wait a minute, are you using your left hand? Like, when did he start cottoning on to it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, a lot of these guys are using their left hand. Guys be crazy. <laughs> um, I'm not left-handed. Neither. My little sister is, and she was uh, premature. I hope she's fine with me. So <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Eli, I can't believe you told everyone. <laughs> but I know that a lot more... Uh, Hair before her time. She was blessed on this earth. Uh, prem babies, I think, are, tend to be left-handed a little bit more. Because the brain's what- like, okay, we've got a bit of time to decide what hand we want to use. Yes, where maybe it's like initially you have a left hand. Like how initially everyone has a clip. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, right? We had clips once. I guess so. I when we're like... You- like 
post like embryonic stage or something. Fetal, yeah. yeah. And then it's just like w- what way it expands. And you know what? I have literally no idea how a baby is made. I saw a very funny tweet the other day that was like, when a man loves a woman. <laughs> very much. Someone tweeted the other day being like, what is the point of cum? And then they're like, oh, wait a minute. I've totally forgotten. About- <laughs> 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 like straight people. <laughs> what is the point of cum? <laughs> That's so funny. Do you reckon if you could... But I'm like, no, but I like... Okay, so I know that like a guy puts his... Well, someone with a dick puts their part into someone with a vagina, and then a baby is created. Um, but I don't know, like, how long is the jizz up inside there for? Does it absorb? Not long. I think I think the sperms are really racing, and they get to the egg, like, within the event. But where are the eggs? Up the top <laughs> of the um, uh, ovary. Like, do they go into right- the fallopian tube? So is that close to the bottom of the vagina? Uh, no, it's not. So it's how like, far? Because that I've never seen my jizz like swim around like on my chest. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like how does? <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if at the end of six you had to chase your jizz because it was swimming. <laughs> to find a catch vagina. it! Catch <laughs> it! Catch it! Honey, honey, honey! Catch it! Don't let it go into the lounge. People will know we're having sex. <laughs> We've lost it. Oh my god, god. We were just trying to watch Dumpling and then Chris's jizz <laughs> ran into the room. And then literally swam into the nachos that we were eating. Here's what I think it is. Does it your skin absorb what? The cervix is kind of the end of the vagina that the um the vulva's the outside, right? And then the cervix is the top a little bit. The, like the end of the vagina, your sperm goes through there and in there there's the ovaries with the two fallopian tubes either side. Yeah. The eggs are kind of attached. Sperm gets in an egg. How? Fly goat, how that's survive. the bit I want. How does the sperm get to the egg? Races through the f- fluid. I don't know. It's crazy, right? Mm. I'm, I literally don't know how it's done. Yeah. And, we'll ne- and, and we'll, the human race will never know. It is a literally a miracle. It's literally a mystery. <laughs> uh, and thank God that we don't because there'll be too much power. We should be sexier teachers. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. It's a miracle that it happens at all. What I can say to you is uh, you need to uh, start running every day so that you are in shape to chase your sperm because... Invest in one of those door stoppers like, that stops the draft from coming in so it doesn't slip under the door crack. One of those door stoppers was just covered in dry cum. <laughs> That's my <laughs> cum catcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we laugh but we have no idea. I know. I can't uh, believe it's 2019 and we're already outdoing ourselves <laughs> in terms of... Ignorance. <laughs> um, what uh, I reckon the queen of the week, which I think we should mutually decide on from now on, yes, okay. would be um, Glenn Close or Olivia Coleman. I feel like Lady Gaga, which would be the obvious call. I'm like, she's had her time. Okay, what do you think about Lady Gaga's horse dying? Oh my god, it was so crazy. So it's- for those who don't know, she won. Um, she shared a win with Glenn Close at the Screen Actors Guild. Is it the Critics Choice Awards? Critics Choice. Sorry, Thanks, still coming up. Very funny photo of them gesturing towards each other. It's a very weird thing because for a while I thought they each got their own trophy and then maybe they, cause they both won. Yeah. But then these photos of them like holding one trophy, like both like kind of holding it together. And then did Glenn even do a speech or did she just give her speech over to Lady Gaga? I don't know. Who was honestly too emotional. I've heard, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's a bit nauseating. It, and it, she didn't even know about the horse yet. 
No. And then so she, she went, went through it, has home. a great night home. Then she's like, your horse is dying. And she's like, what? And then goes immediately to go see her, her horse and say goodbye. What's her horse's name? Arabella. Fuck it. And she was hell. like, we've been on so many beautiful treks. We've been on so many walks. I was like, when? <laughs> I have never seen you're one busy, a horse bitch. <laughs> When? <laughs> it's literally like when you're like, when one of your friends becomes famous and then you're like, we know them. It's like, yeah. now that your horse is sick, now you're like, I know that horse. Oh, we were so important to each other. And if you it, saw her four times. Is it her childhood horse? No, no. She got it. You can, if you go on her Twitter, which I did recently, she's got some like early videos of the first time she got right. Arabella. So it's like an adult horse. And weirdly, there's like, no, no, it was a foal when she got it. No, but like, as she got it as an adult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I have an issue with people who have horses as kids and that they are <laughs> out of tune, out of touch. If you have a horse as a child, yeah. you grow up to be a spoiled dick. You're a, you're a brat. <laughs> you're a full brat. I'm like, how are you supposed to know anything? If, <laughs> like, you you must have so much that then you can also have a horse. Yeah. Unless you've got nothing and you only have a horse. But then are you like, what, Jack in the Beanstalk? Yeah, I guess. I mean, where are you keeping it if you have... If exactly. You like, you need a stable. You need a stable hand. You need... Like, oh. are you on call all the time for your horse? I reckon when people talk... I don't want to piss anyone off who's listening, but when people have a conversation with me about anything that's going on with their horse, there is no conversation that I am mentally switched off. Yeah. I'm like, quicker. cool, I hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to know about this part of your life. I don't I'm like, care I'm about your horse. <laughs> I'm homophobic. Uh, horse phobic. <laughs> yeah, I'm horse phobic. Um, anyway, so Glenn Close. Anyway, oh, I'll, I'll repeat. Her, no. <laughs> her horse died. We've got to, we've got to explain. Horse, we did like such a scattering of that story. <laughs> her horse died like moments after she won the award. Then she did a tweet about it. Yeah. She's riding naked, I think, on that horse in that photo. Like she's got a mm. kind of white silk thing on and then she's kind of naked on the horse. I know so many gays love Gaga. And I know she's done so much for the community in terms of, like, creating so many anthems that people, like, literally love to sing. And and all these little monsters who are like, when I didn't know if there was anyone there to support me, Gaga was there. Yeah. That being said. Oh, here it comes. I find her a little nauseating sometimes. <sighs> she was so funny on the red carpet of the Golden Globes. She was great. I felt like she was on... Drugs or yeah. like a post Vegas like exhaustion, which that is just being kind of careless. Enigma exhaustion. But she's always so elevated, so on that I'm just mm. like, oh my god. But if I met her, I know I would be like kissing her feet. But she's a great performer, a great singer, but like just the most annoying person. She's incredible. I, I watched the Elton John like tribute Grammys tribute night yeah. with a whole bunch of different people performing songs, and she performed your song, which I already have like a my weird- one. Yeah, yeah, she performed Chris Parker's greatest hit, uh, Chasing My Cum. Uh, <laughs> I chased the cum around my house. <laughs> she did your song, which annoyed me. It annoys me when people cover that song because the song is about writing the song. So I'm like, if you're covering it, you didn't write the song. <laughs> but um, she she did this like tribute to Alton, which is, of course is beautiful because she's like one of his best friends and the godmother to his kids or whatever. Yes. But it was, it really, I was like, oh, I don't know. Something about. When she is being genuine. <laughs> it becomes so ingenuous. Yeah. Disgen- disgenuous? Ingen- well, who knows? Who fucking cares? Um, anyway, she's fantastic in A Star Is Born. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want her to win the Globes. I'd rather Olivia Coleman. If you compare performances, I was mm. like, 
Oh, yeah, Gaga's giving like a good performance in the Star yeah. is Born. She's great. She cries a lot and she sings a few songs. Coleman, I'm like, you've given yourself oh. a stroke. You give yes. yourself a limp. You're walking around in like period costume. She's a lesbian icon. She's a yes. monster. She's a child. I was like, this is an incredible performance. The bit where she eats the cake and then she pukes and then... I love that. Oh, also, they keep cutting back to the actress who plays like the the nanny in... Um, Fran, Fran Drescher no uh, the, in Roma <laughs> yeah <laughs> and her face as I'm like I, I feel like when she doesn't win I was like that performance as well in Roma in Roma oh, was incredible so good and like you think about that scene oh no spoilers but you know in the hospital oh yes oh like, my god that scene gutted me yeah and I keep comparing that to just like Gaga being like oh, you know yeah. I have a crazy nose um and thinking like they're incomparable performances. Yeah, and everyone's I, just like oh, I want in terms of the narrative for Gaga to have an Oscar, and that's the performance is great because of the narrative of who Gaga is. That you're like, whoa, because anything she's done, like, let's be real, she was not good on American Horror Story, but in this, she's <laughs> she like <laughs> she feels like a real human being, which feels like an amazing performance from someone who we know is not really a real human being. Totally, it's like wow, she seems relatable. Yeah, for someone who is. Egotistical, probably. Yeah, and alien-like. So I'm so really trashing on Gaga, but we, I, we li- I mean, I like her. I definitely watch her all the time. I just think she's a weird person. I thought it was funny that in the tribute for Arabella, she wrote, um, girl, where do you think you're going at the end of the tribute? And I was like, I wonder if Joanne is up in heaven looking down, being like, don't use my... S- oh, so that's not my song anymore? Oh, it's for your fucking horse. It's for your fucking horse. <laughs> all right, sweet ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my hat back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, also, as a mini queen of the week, it's 20 years since uh, Baby One More Time, Britney Spears' debut album came out. Did you know she cancelled her Vegas tour? Take like her her dad. Oh, was that why I thought it was for ticket sales? <laughs> I just presumed the worst. Of course it wasn't. Oh. I tried to go see Britney when I was in New York. She was playing at Radio City Music Hall. Oh. Uh, and the cheapest tickets that were still available, I did look on the day, but they were $1,500. <gasps> People are still hungry to see her, man. Oh, definitely. But I heard for some reason that it wasn't doing well for, I don't know, some reason. Because she's been doing Vegas for a while. She's been in Vegas for a long time, but everyone wants to see her. No, her dad almost died. So. Oh, Britney. <laughs> Britney Jean Spears. Oh, Britney Jean Spears. No. Um, oh, well, that's fair enough. Go go save your dad, Britney. Go save your dad. Forget about Vegas. Um, it's so weird thinking of like Celine Dion and Gaga and Britney all just like chilling around Vegas together, being like, what are we doing? Yeah, do you think they share a green room? No. <laughs> They're in like different buildings, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know how Vegas works. We should go to Vegas. I would love to. I wanted to see um, her last performance of her original Vegas show was like New Year's 2017. Oh. And I was like, we're going to do it. Um, to Alice Sneddon. And then, uh, Don't can... mention her name on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Tim, can you beat that out when you're <laughs> editing this? <laughs> Where were we at? 
<clears throat> Gaga, Alotha Gaga. Oh, did you want to talk about Glenn Close at all? I feel I'd feel ill informed because I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie yet either, but I love Glenn Close. I thought what she was wearing at the Critics' Choice Awards was not good. But I doesn't. I don't care with someone like Glenn Close because yeah. I'm not even looking for her for like my fashion guidance. Yeah, I suppose so. I'm never like I'm going for a real Glenn Close vibe. I reckon you could. Oh, yeah, I could. And like, yeah, um, <laughs> Fatal Attraction. Yeah, oof. She her Glenn Close's performance as Cruella Deville was um, life changing for me. Yeah, a hundred percent life changing. The looks, the style, the the scenery chewing. Uh, yes. just she totally ruled over everything else in that movie. Oh my god, is this is this podcast going to be me repeating tweets that I saw online that made me laugh? Another one that I saw was like, <laughs> if there's a hundred <laughs> Dalmatians in a room oh, and yeah. you only see one, I was like, oh my god, I love <sighs> this. So good. God, whoever thought of that? Um, and we'll never know. Who the did. fact that Gaga didn't even know, like, if you say the same thing in all your interviews, it's going to be cut up together and put on the internet. I'm like, do you have the internet? Well, do you not think she's maybe the first victim of like... I'm sure there's plenty of other people who've said the same thing. So many people do the same thing, but also... It's just because it was such a ridiculous quote as well. It's crazy. Um, She... You don't... If I do a show and there's a hundred people in the room and only one of them believes in me, I'm quitting. I'm gutted, eh? (laughs) Also, I'd be like, I only sold a hundred tickets. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, 99 of them didn't really believe in me. They didn't believe in me. There was one person. I didn't get his name. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's gone now He's gone He would seem to enjoy it But no one else did He could have been drunk <laughs> I think it was Bradley Cooper Gaga writes her music on typewriters Oh my god That makes me so angry <laughs> I know I watched her 73 questions And it was like we When you get the inspiration Like for a song What do you do She's like Go to my typewriter Immediately start writing And I was like Fuck off open your notes app what are you doing on a typewriter like the fact that you've got a typewriter on standby is ridiculous it's like the most impractical way of writing anything it's using paper when you don't have to use paper especially because it'd be easy to make a typo and then what you do do you throw out the whole piece of paper it's so stupid like there's literally no reason it's like oh i love the texture of a typewriter or something i'm like what if you make a mistake on a typewriter, you have to, like, throw the whole thing out? Yes. Fucking oh. hell. I remember I used to try and like, handwrite all my stand-up out because I thought that was, like, I don't know, better craft. And yeah. then I was like, oh, it just takes me hours longer. It's so stupid when you see someone, like, handwriting something out and you're like, vintage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, kind of like, this is more important than what you're doing because I'm doing it by hand. I'm so glad I didn't invest much more time in my handwriting as a kid. Because it's, like, literally a wasted skill. That's true, but I still am devastated whenever I have to show people it. I have appalling handwriting. Like, I I don't think there's anything I hate more in this world than my own handwriting. Really? Like, it's a great representation of my own, like, self-dislike. Or it's like, yeah. when I see my handwriting, I'm like, yeah, that's everything I hate about myself right there. I grew up with uh, my uh, mum... <laughs> Great handwriting. My dad, not so great handwriting. Right. Classic dynamic. But uh, I remember the birthday cards used to get my dad had written in. It would be like indecipherable. And my and my granddad as well. So from that line, I've inherited bad handwriting. And now I'm like slowly witnessing my Inherited. You say inherited. Oh, yeah. <coughs> we picked up on this the other day. This in- is like another word you inherited. say. Weirdly. Because wouldn't you say inherit? 
No, you'd say inherit. inherit. Wow. I Where reckon I you've picked from? up something. Must be your, I don't know. There's something about your genealogy. I need to find it out. Do you know my grandma was adopted? Oh. I could be anyone. You could literally be anyone. <laughs> You're related to Gaga? No! Oh, I'd be still be... I'd yeah, be, I'd be I'd stoked. I'd be that. like, great. She's going to write a fucking album about me. I'd be like, babe, I just found out I'm related to you. I'm coming to Arabella's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one for my boyfriend. <laughs> um, did you know there's a new X-Men character that's a drag queen? No, don't care. <laughs> oh, uh, um, like In the movies or this. the comics? No, the comics. Why? Why? Do you think that would be, like, interesting to me? Because it's a drag queen. On, and, and do you not find X-Men cool? <laughs> do you know me? <laughs> you saw you saw Into the Spider-Verse yeah. before me and told me it was brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. So, I'm just an enigma. Shade. Lady Gaga. Enigma. Let <laughs> <laughs> go. Shade is a brand new X-Men character. She's a drag queen. Uh, the artist has said she was inspired by Dax exclamation point. Oh. Exchange and Shea Goulet. I don't know why Dax exclamation point. Dax is like, did all that kind of sci-fi drag. Oh, she did. She did. Um, oh, the Vixen as well. Great. Uh, she's got power of teleportation using her giant... Thwarping fan. Oh. So I think the fan she uses on stage. Oh, like a... Her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did that so well just then. Thank you so much. Oh. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I don't know, Chris. I thought I thought that was fun. And I mean, it's a fun fact. Yeah, I don't realise that people are still writing comics. You what? Well, like... Have you been to... Have you walked down... I don't know... A street in a city before? Because everyone will have maybe one comic book store. <laughs> I don't know. Have you not been into like Minotaur in Melbourne or... No. Oh. No. Comics are everywhere. Yeah, I know. They come out every- I think they do them like... They come out e- every week. I know a few comic artists on like online and yeah. I've seen them. Yeah, but I'd never like buy go out and buy a comic. You can, uh, for a little while, I downloaded an app. There was, like, a Marvel app where you could, like, oh. in the same way as, like, Netflix, you could subscribe. And then I was like, I don't know. I've never read a comic. I'm, I'm fucking <laughs> dumb as shit, to be honest. I don't barely read at all. Yeah. I'm trying to read Sally Field's autobiography, like, making a solid effort. It is taking me so long to is read. Every time I try and read, it's like trying to stoke a fire. Like, there's not even, like, an ember burning in my brain in terms of, like, being able to read. I'm literally, like... Wow throwing in the kindling ripping I'm like alright let's get into this let's like, try and get into reading yeah. and it takes me so long I finally build up a bit of momentum and then I'm like I need to sleep <laughs> you should read um, Eleanor Oliphant is absolutely fine it's Reese Witherspoon's making into a movie it's one of her picks Ooh. short chapters fun little romantic storyline mm. very, very fun quick read I read one book last year and felt like Fucking Oscar Wilde, Oliver, Oliver Wilde. What? <laughs> Oliver Wilde. Oscar Wilde. <laughs> uh, what book was it? The Mothers by Britt Bennett. Was it good? Yeah, I met her at um at the right at the Writers Festival because I was like hosting a thing. I was like, I don't read, uh, but then I met and I was like, she's fab. And then cool. read the book and then like uh, Kerry Washington wants to turn it into a movie. Cool. Everyone wants to turn books into movies. That's so funny how like. The books that we look for now as well. That's who... You- 
It's like, what is Nicole Kidman turning into a movie now? Yes, I love that. Like, re- But I love the idea of like an actress like Margot Robbie just like reading a book over summer, being like, this should yeah. be a movie. I mean, maybe that's why anyone reads a book who's famous. They're just like, what am I going to turn into a movie next? Well, also, though, to be honest, if you're an actor and you're on, you're on set and it's, you don't have many lines that day, reading is probably <laughs> a fun thing to do all the time. Totally. I don't know. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. I read Jonathan, a new book by Jonathan Franzen recently, who, and then like probably about a third of the way through the book, I was like, oh, he's sexist, I think. <gasps> and then I just like, oh. I'd already read, it was one of those ones, you know how your Kindle tells you how many hours a book is? This was like a 25 hour read. It was like mm. a deep dive. And then I was like, well, I've got to finish it because I started <gasps> it. And at the end of the book, I was like, he is sexist for sure. Oh, that's so bad. I, every... It was full of men having relationships with, like, 17-year-old girls, and the descriptions of every woman was, like, all about her looks and who was hot and how she was, like... Or, like, the main girl was, like, hot, but not in a way that other men would find hot, but just that this, like... Yeah. Weird. Weird, 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 weird. I think that's what I loved about The Favourite so much, was, like... I was, like, there's literally no... Well, there is a few men. There's um, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. But apart from that, I was, like, this is a great like example of a female led narrative that's not like kind of mm, tokenistic of a female led narrative like yeah. you just like halfway through you're like oh this is about women like but it's yeah. never like at the top kind of making that that its thing you're like it's more about being it being a period drama yeah flipping the head on what a period drama is it's also three characters who are not none of them are like submissive they're all like strong totally i love that different plans i thought emma i thought it was emma stone's greatest performance it's so great that she's back you know in in people's eyes a bit more favorably after like kind of Doing that thing. A well, light bit of the Hathaway syndrome. Yeah, well, and that's not really their fault. That's mainly, like, society being sexist, right? When, like, a woman yeah. becomes successful being like, we don't like them anymore. Yeah. But also, I also saw Anne Hathaway present the Golden Globe to Olivia Coleman and was like, I love Anne Hathaway I again. I like Anne Hathaway again, too. Emma Stone was fantastic as Billie Jean King. And I feel like that movie got kind of, like, looked over because it was in the post- La La Land Bars. You know the tennis one? No. She played lesbian tennis star oh, Billie Jean King. I love that. In Battle of the Sexes, <clears throat> uh, which is just a great story about... Uh, What's she doing now? Does she have like... Remember when she went out with Andrew Garfield? Yes. When they were in Spider-Man together. But not so good. So classic, okay? Hey, like when they're like... That's clearly that thing of like a couple that so obviously should be together that they actually don't work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who she dates now. Hmm. Done a few lesbian movies in a row, though. That's so, a sign. That Join the club. Coming. Emma Stone. We'll happy to have you. <laughs> um, did you see Logan Paul say he's going to go gay for a month? Oh, yeah. What the fuck's that about? I don't know. Who even... Like, he's got a brother, eh, Logan Paul? That's that side of YouTubers that I'm like, I hate the internet. I can't stand it. I'm like, what the fuck? And they've got so many followers, and they're just like... I don't, they're kind of reality TV stars, but they're like, we're YouTubers, so we speak to our generation. We're role models. And then you're like, yeah. no, you're not. You're literally like just seeking fame. And it's like a reality TV star where you're the contestant, but also the producer. So you're like creating the rules of your own weird game. You, it just feels like you're doing pointless things. And he's that asshole that um, filmed in the that's like su- notable suicide forest in Japan, right? And here's why I wanted to bring it up, because I was in Japan at the time that that happened. <gasps> 
And then I was on the train and there was this guy that looked so much like him. And oh. I was like, I'm going to give him a piece of my Hey, you look a lot like someone <laughs> yeah. I really don't like. But he was apparently in the country. Because it was... Oh. Yeah, so I was like, this is too coincidental to be true. Uh, it wasn't true. It definitely wasn't him. Another element of that that I found really offensive was the hat that he was wearing. That, like, um, Toy Story, like, oh. um, green alien hat. I was like, grow up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, who are you? I don't Grow see, up. I thought YouTube was, like, a place for, like, niche people. I thought the, the reason there's so many gay YouTubers is because it's, like... You know, people who feel alone have found, like, yes. uh, someone to relate to. But then it's like, you see this fucking asshole, yes. popular boy at school bullies. Yeah. So he, what, was going to go gay for a month? He was on a radio show. He was talking about his New Year's resolution. He was like, I'm going to, he was saying he's going to do a different thing every month. And then he was like, I'm going to go gay in March or whatever. Oh my God. What does that mean? I don't know. Just like tropes, like start watching RuPaul's. I think he means like be a I, victim of toxic masculinity. Yeah, not feel safe on the streets. Just like or every meal, think, can I bottom tonight? <laughs> <laughs> just feel like the pressure to like withhold a perfect body because of like body standards inside of the gay community. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Classic. Gotta have fun in March because it's my whole life, sweetie. <laughs> the only thing I think about that narrative that is like kind of strange is when we say like when so. A straight idiot will say something like that. I can't want to go gay for it. And we, we're like, well, it's not our choice. We actually have to live like this for the rest of our lives. And there's like a negative connotation to that where you're like, mm, but we shouldn't be like, yeah. oh, you wouldn't even want to dare live this life. I live it so hard. Yeah. You know, where I was like, well, we should have a bit more value in our lifestyle. It's more like, you wish you could get to live this life. Yeah, exactly. Versus like, oh my God, you don't even know how hard it is for like my entire life i mean there are hardships that come for like certain you know very oh, for lots of people but i don't know like i feel like we should have a little bit more empowerment when we yeah pull people down like that yeah i thought it was just like it was hard but then now i'm only friends with gays and girls and i don't really <laughs> like literally where are my straight friends nowhere where the straight's at <laughs> like two <laughs> yeah i reckon i've got Three, four. It's crazy how fast it drops, eh? You're yeah. like, oh, I just don't really know what to talk to you about. It's like my brother, um, who's famously straight. Famously straight. <laughs> and famously queer bachelor of the year 2008. So great. Eight. Always putting out the olive branch to try and like connect with me over stuff, which is, oh. I really value. And the other day he's like, hey, I'm at Mumford and Sons having a ball. And I was like, I don't know how to be. I was like, cool. <laughs> Did I tell you about my Mumford <clears throat> and Sons journey? It might, well, okay, I want to know, but I should quickly say my brother went backstage at Mumford and Sons and really? was peaking. Like, because he, okay, so this is a really crazy story that, like, isn't going to have an impact on you in the way that has an impact on other straight people. Yeah. But he's married to Anna, so that's my sister in law, her brother, Kane Williamson, who is captain of the All Blacks mm. and is a star. Like, whenever I tell straight people that, their eyes roll back in their head they turn white and their mouths drop to the floor and their cum starts to run away from <laughs> like <laughs> runs from their body and <laughs> um, they're like whoa no way he's like uh, the best man ever like they just can't believe how like he's an like a top bloke anyway Kane got them backstage to Mumford and Sons and my brother was like wow. I it was like the honestly he never really texts me ever but he did text me being like hey I felt like you should know this and I was like okay what is this waiting for like you're you make me so proud or whatever. Yeah. He's like, I'm backstage of Mumford and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dream come true. Aww. 
I only know one Mumford Sons and I don't even know what the words are. Now you're Fopa Man and it yeah. was your... Uh, two stories about Mumford and Sons. One, <laughs> someone we know who I will not name on the podcast. Who? Mouth it to me. I didn't know what you said. Well, I'll tell you afterwards. Anyway, she was uh, one of Mumford and Sons asked her to go home with them one night at Cassette 9 a few Wait, years ago. Wait, mouth it to me one more time. I don't know that person. What? I just mouthed it to you, and then you mouthed it to me back, and you mouthed me what I mouthed to you. <laughs> I just copied your mouth shape. <laughs> Hold on. Like, yeah, he's got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, my God. Wow. Riveting listening. That's huge. Huge, eh? Huge, huge, huge. Uh, but also, my recent Mumford and Sons stories is that, like, uh, November last year, Sam and I were in a movie, I think. Sam's my boyfriend's name. I don't know if I'm allowed to. <laughs> Am I allowed to name him? I don't. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, you just outed your boyfriend. Out boyfriend. You outed your boyfriend's name. <laughs> uh, we were in a movie and then like, like we got out of the movie. Meanwhile, on your fucking Instagram and Twitter, it's just like, it's like my, boyfriend, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my <laughs> boyfriend. Yes, look at him. Look through his profile. Uh, he's trying to get to a million followers. Please follow him on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> we were in a movie. Got out of the movie. Seven missed calls from my dad. Wow, you're like someone's And all these texts us reading for it. Dad had been watching The Project that night. They'd had Mumford on Sons on for an interview. They were talking about the show, uh, saying tickets are almost sold out. And so he was <laughs> calling us so many times to ask if we wanted to go to Mumford and Sons because tickets were apparently selling out, so we needed to buy them. And then the final text was, I just bought them. <laughs> so funny because I was like, Dad, if they're on the project advertising their, star- their show, clearly there's some tickets left. <laughs> but also... <laughs> Did you go? No. I was oh. like, Dad, we, I was like, we only know one Mumford and Son song. Uh, and he, he had some other people to take. Oh, some bigger fans. Some bigger fans. <laughs> some friends who like them more. Uh, I reckon it would be the straightest crowd, right? I was like, yeah. who likes Mumford and Sons? And I was like, people who have just, straight people who have just got married. Yes, absolutely. Like, that's the yeah. genre. Of like, oh, it's a, it's a concert we can enjoy together. It's one year since we got married. Mm. Dean can wear his hat. It's. I feel like they would... It's Mumford and Sons is something a straight person would play you on their Sonos speaker to show off how good the speaker sounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen to this, listen to this. And, uh, yeah, and you're just like, oh, God, You can no. hear every instrument. I'm like, I don't like music with instruments. I like music by computers. <laughs> I don't like to feel humanity through music. I want to just <laughs> see the progress of technology. Oh, uh, hey. Hey, we've laughed. We've, we've talked about mainly celebrities. Yes. Oh, wow. You can't beat a dead horse. Is that but you same? can bury it. R.O.P. Arabella. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful start to 2019. <laughs> you can't beat a dead horse. Maybe that's how... That should have been her tweet. You can't beat a dead horse, but you can bury it. I will be on Wednesday. R.I.P. Arabella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, thanks for listening, fans and fags. <laughs> fans and fags and enemies. Oh, I hope we've got enemies. I hope there are people who hate listening to this right now. My goal is to be more confrontational this year. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, do you think we'll have a fight? Mm, no. There's too much trust. Yeah. Just on. I feel like you could just tell me, like, honestly, I'd either dispute it. Take it, like, but be hurt, or just kind of be like, no, he doesn't mean that. <laughs> Good to know where we stand. Um, uh, Subscribe, like, retweet. Write a review on write iTunes. Write a review on iTunes. 
things. We're just trying to improve our podcast game. This is the first time that we've had a doc where we had <laughs> notes about what Yeah, literally, about. Eli's made um, a Google Drive doc, and I'm like, I was like, cool, I've like contributed like three things in it, and I'm like, I wonder how long this is going to last. And well, it will last a wee while. Let's see if it lasts all year. Probably not, but... Let's hold ourselves accountable. We're trying to be better this year. Just, guys, if you could be our support people and just t- like tweet us being like, hey, make sure you still use that doc, guys. We care about you. Tweet we're us really- anything you want us to put on the doc. Yeah, just tweet us at all. <laughs> just any kind of engagement. We feel like we're on the moon, guys. <laughs> yeah. Reach out. Uh, we love you so much. We'll see you next time. It's like we're talking to our girlfriend. Bye. Girlfriend? Girlfriend. Boyfriend. What the fuck was that about? I don't know. It's like, you know, when like couples... I think I'm still like... Definitely. Well, you just like, you're like, well, that is like the system at play, isn't it? Like in terms of how much of that narrative of like mm-hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend is like thrust down your throat. Or is this you trying to over explain because you accidentally just leaked that you have a girlfriend and I have a girlfriend. <laughs> What's her name? Arabella. <laughs> She's dead in a, do you put a, do you bury a horse? Well, that seems like it's going to take up too much land. Cremate it, you know? Definitely cremate it. But what do people do? I think you put it in Do you into, bury like a rhino? You put it in a boat and then you... What do people do with dead big animals? We'll never know. I literally am finding this out. What do people do with big animals? Your answer's next week on <laughs> The Mail Gaze. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.